Hey, girl. Hey, everybody. Hey, girl. Hey, Shaniqua. How you doing, girl? <laughs> um, okay, so I just want to put this out here. I should have said this before we started recording. I've been mm-hmm. drinking all day. <laughs> Wait, what? I've been drinking all day. You didn't want to tell me that? No, so what? Because you know, I did the thing for the boy last night, but that yeah. also required me to get up and run around and do all the things. So I wasn't drinking. I can hear your clicking, all of your clicking. But uh, yeah, so I didn't do any drinking yesterday. I didn't want to drink while I was watching other people's, you know, teenagers here at the house. So I said, you know what? Right. Today, today, I'm drinking. So, um, I've been drinking rye and cream sodas for the majority of the day while I was cooking. And then just recently I switched to mimosas. You were just over there having a great time, aren't you? I don't have Sundays off too often. So, yeah. So just like when you do. But anyways, we're here. We are here. This is a uh, what? Is, what is this? Uh, episode eight? Is it eight? I think it's eight. We got it's two either more. Either seven or eight. I think it's eight. I think uh, okay. high C wow. was seven. Yes, high C. I still I need some of that in my life. But well, you heard that I, I tried to get them. Well, they have it at that one. At least they had it on the app. Well, Maybe they were out. You heard me. I rolled through there very confidently, and they're like, "Nope." They don't know what it is. They they knew. You know these young children. We've had four years without it, so they don't remember. I will tell you. Okay, I I love. <laughs> I went. Where was I? I think I was at McDonald's and I no. I was somewhere else and I asked for a Fanta and I asked for one of the red Fantas and I got home and it was orange. Ooh, delicious. I hate orange soda. I know. Yeah. But okay, me here nor there this is it this is where we are episode eight episode eight running with cocktails welcome back everybody i am Rhonda, and i'm mm. here with shaniqua mm-hmm. and shaniqua is tipsy i'm not and tipsy i'm just in a good place I just like to say I'm a little jealous because you could have texted me to let me know that that's what we were doing because I could have got me a little drinky drink. Well, this wasn't a wee thing. It was just I was cooking and blasting, you know, the my my Easter gospel music. And mm-hmm. yeah, and I was sipping and cooking and singing and doing all the things and then. Lo and behold, it was time to eat. We went outside, had dinner on the Gabibzo. I said it. And, uh, yeah. So I had mimosas, and the children had no mosas. I saw your little dinner. It looked good. Yeah, I ain't cooked in a while. Yes, I saw the little potatoes. You roasted the potatoes. With the, with the whole chicken. I roasted a whole chicken. Little wild rice, little salad. Mm. But this is not about that. So we gonna we gonna start this joint. Sure. You know what we you know what we have to start with. I don't know why you pause. <laughs> Can what? Oh. I'm gonna start not looking at the video. <laughs> what you're doing? <laughs> what did I do? What do you mean, did? You are currently doing that. What is wrong with this? You don't want me to say what you're doing. 
No, don't tell people, but what's wrong with it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways. I don't understand the problem. All right. What are we doing? What's the first thing? Um... Barstool Psychology. That's what it is. Where we sum our past week up in six words. Go for it. Set it off. So my six words are can't wait to go to bed. Oh. (laughs) Is it just for today or was it for for the week? (laughs) For the week, girl. For the week. Okay. Like I just feel like I just can't wait to go to bed. I'm tired. I just want to lay down and do nothing. I'm sad because work is back tomorrow. I feel like my long weekend went by very quickly. And I'm not happy about that. But what can you do when you've done all you can? Hmm seems like it's never enough. <laughs> Just stand. Shut up. When there's nothing left to do, you just you just stand. Let the Lord see you through. After you've done all that you can. Hey! <laughs> you just stand. What are your six words? Shanae? <laughs> I didn't count, but I think this is six. Uh, thing things are looking up for me. There it is. Things are looking up for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just that, just that. Uh, I had a fairly decent week last week. Um, I don't know if y'all have been keeping up, but I remember on the fourteenth of March, the people that I currently work with pissed me off. And because they pissed me off, it lit a special fire under my butt. Mm. And now that fire is cooking and making things happen. So Mm. there's that. So, yeah. I thought you were going to say that people were acting right. I mean, I mean, it's not. These are things I can't speak on just yet. I'll have to wait until moves have been made and, you know, things are actually set in stone. But I will say that uh, that's all I can say. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is perfectly fine. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So just things looking up. Uh, Really, I will say this, though. Uh, can we normalize being off on our off days? Because, yes. Wow. Wow. Are you really enamored with your, your little... I saw you looking. You over there playing with your uh-oh. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. That's what you do. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait to the signature cocktail. Okay, okay. Well, then, uh, is that what we're doing now? Yes. Yeah, go for it. So, a signature cocktail. I feel like you should go first. Oh, you know what's sad? I wrote my signature cocktail down somewhere, and I can't remember. Full disclosure, people. We were supposed to record this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I think my computer said the 24th of March <laughs> so it was the 24th yeah so God bless we are literally recording it on Easter Sunday take that Um. so I'm just going to come up with a drink on the fly uh, you know what in the spirit of how what? life has been going I think 
I'm going to go with a vodka soda. How you make that? Literally, you can grab an ounce and a half to two ounces of vodka. Maybe. Now, see, real alcoholics will do an ounce and a half to two ounces of vodka with club soda and call it a day. Uh, personally, I can't do that. I need at least a lacrosse. Maybe a pomplimousse. Or actually, I will say their limoncello is delicious, but their passion fruit is good. So I'm going to go with uh, regular old plain vodka with a passion fruit lacrosse. And... A squeeze of lime, and that—that's my—that's my cocktail. I'm just—I'm real easy, real, real breezy, real. If you have one too many, you'll be drunk, and that's where I am. Well, what do you call this cocktail of yours? I just said a vodka soda. I can't deal with you. I felt—I felt judged <laughs> right now. You should. And I hope that when you when you hear the playback, you're going to hear the attitude that was just displayed. You you and these go ahead, girl, because you you (laughs) go ahead. It's going to be something real ratchet. I feel it. It's ratchet. It is not ratchet. Go ahead. Go. What is it? So my signature cocktail today. And I also, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. Well, really quickly, I hope that my sound sounds okay because I lost my AirPods, y'all, and I'm still very hurt by that. So I have some new headphones, but I'm not. I hope that the my microphone is picking up my sound and not these headphones. Either way, Shaniqua can hear me okay, I guess, because she ain't said nothing. But anyways, so, my signature drink this week is called Full Set. Okay? Oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> Hold on, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Is this an homage? Y'all know the... Hey, yes, girl. Y'all know how it's, you know, it's been a minute or you want to try something new. So you go on to the nail shop and you say, you know what? Let me get a full set. Actually, let me get the full set with that dippy dip. And so you get your little full set with your little dippy dip and some tips, you know, so you got a little length or whatever. Get you a little springy color or nice French tip or a nice nude or a nice little earth tone or whatever. Something, you know, to keep it popping and look cute or whatever. So you be feeling yourself, right? And you be looking at them and whatnot. So my signature cocktail this week is called Full Set, okay? And all you need to make this drink, right? You need two parts tequila, three parts of lime juice, Why can't you Wait. just say the ingredients? Why are you giving two parts? What the... F- what? Oh, my God. What, for what, me. What you're making already is a mouthful of sourness and alcohol. Where's the sugar? Sweet and sour mix. Wait, how do you make so, a margarita? This, I was about to say, so you're making a margarita? Yeah, but it's fancy. It got sugar on the rim. It, it's just, it's a margarita. Don't do that. It's a full set. Okay, girl. Once you drink this drink with the sugar on the rim, you're going to be feeling yourself. Just like you be feeling yourself when you get your little full set. Okay? So that's why I said what I said. It's a full set two parts of, just make a margarita and put sugar on the rim okay and but it's called a full set not a margarita because this is different but it's still a margarita no no one gives a damn because your nails match your shirt (laughs) 
Okay. We good? Uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm we good? You you didn't want to tell the people that you just got your... Is this your first full set? Yes, girl. This is my first full set. I got something a little springy for the springtime, you know, and for Easter. Look, We're going to call it lilac. Hello. We're going to call it lilac. Lilac. Mm-hmm. And then cute or whatever. Oh, okay. Yep. So you functioning? You can you can type and text and tie your shoes yeah. and latch your bra. I have to tie no sh- Girl, the bra <laughs> that's been the worst thing for me. I'm like, how do people do this? I was struggling to put it on and take it off. I said, well, my God, today you don't just turn be- it around, latch it in the front, and then turn it and put your arms through. Yes, but I was having trouble with the little latchy loose. I'm okay. Yep, let you lose. But anyways, yes. Full set. Dippy dip. Go on full set with your dippy dip. Are are we We ready we ready for for cocktail hour? We are ready for cocktail hour. What are we talking about today, Shaniqua? So, we're talking about... Wow. We are... You gotta let me know. You never let me know when you're doing that. I'm sorry. There has to be a signal or something where... What do you mean you're gonna do something right now? Wow. Again, not a signal. Thanks. Anyhow, sorry, y'all. It sounds like I'm talking to myself. Wow. If you could hear the things that I am hearing right now. Oh, my God. I gave you a signal. No, you didn't. Anyways, I'm done. Anyhow, so what we're talking about is basically it's, it's, it's the curse of the milestones. And we're not talking about the standardized tests that they give the children in school. We talking about the milestones in life where you feel like you are, you should be doing something because you're this age or because you've been at your job that long or because when your mama was, you know, at this stage in her career, she was doing X, Y, and Z. Whatever it is, it's the curse of the milestones and Basically, it's 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 how to give yourself a little bit of grace, you know, and just enjoy the process, like where you are. So I guess the first question that I have is, have you ever felt like you've missed a major milestone marker or felt pressured to be something or do something by a particular age? Um, yeah, definitely. I think that the world we live in right now makes it easier to do that or be hard on yourself. But I think we also have to kind of look at it from a different standpoint, because if we're comparing ourselves to our parents, life was very different when our parents were our age. So that's number one. Um, Number two, I think a lot of people kind of get into that habit of feeling like they should have done something already or um, whatever because of social media. Just because people are posting all of the things and people are posting what they want you to see. And so if you pay attention to that, of course, yeah, you're going to be looking at yourself and comparing yourself to other people and stuff like that. But I fully believe that everybody's journey is different. So when you do that, you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment and failure. Yeah, I was going to piggyback off that, but it just is what it is. It's it's trash. So what what point in your life did you feel like you missed something? Like what... What was your first experience with like, oh shit, I'm 
this age or I've been on the job this long? Like what what was your first experience with like the curse of the milestone? Um my main one is one that um pops up for me pretty often. Um, and that's probably when it comes to like having a family and a partner and stuff like that. That's something that I struggle with and try to give myself grace with, but it's just difficult sometimes because the majority of my friends um, and people around my age either have a boo or a partner or a spouse or whatever and or a family. So for me, being single in the age that I am and doesn't look like I'm gonna pop a baby out anytime soon it's just kind of (laughs) like well damn so it that that kind of stuff makes me sad sometimes but I try not to focus on that because I know where I am as far as that's concerned there's somebody else who wishes they were where I was so I kind of try to look at it that way sometimes see I think I'm the opposite well I know I'm the opposite because um, I know a good bit of my friends, <laughs> excuse me, a good, a good bit of my friends have toddlers, right? And I would cry if I had toddlers right now. Like, just thinking that I am close to having 50% of my children out of high school if I had a toddler at 40, ha, I'm 40. <laughs> I can say that. If I had a toddler at 40, <laughs> I would probably, I would, I don't know where I would be. I'd probably have to be in a padded room somewhere. Um, But I think my, and it's funny because I always think about Oprah and where she said, you know, that she had to choose whether or not she wanted, you know, a family life or a career and she literally chose between the two because she said one of them would suffer and the sad fact of the matter is it's true because my career or even me having a good grasp on what I wanted to do career-wise has literally suffered as a result of me choosing to put my kids first um it's not a bad thing it's just it's just the choice and you can't like and whoever says that oh yeah you can have it all but I think the more appropriate quote is you can have it all but you just can't have it all at one time so this is true yeah so I feel like now being 40 I should be so like oh my career should just be taken off and I mean, not taking off. My career should be, like, solid. You know, I should be, you know, somewhere with seniority and, you know, getting paid the giant bucks. But instead, it's, Mm -hmm. like, a very mid-career right now. So, it's kind of trash. But I'm okay with it because I think my kids are better off for that. And they're not, you know, heathens and setting things on fire or punching people in the face or robbing liquor stores. I don't know what kids do these days because <laughs> I just... Robbing liquor stores? I mean, hell, did somebody doing something? I don't know. Like, it's just crazy. But then I guess the the question is like, what what was... What are some of the outrageous things that you've seen for like people that are your age and they say like, oh, well, you should be doing this by your age or like what are some of the most ridiculous mm-hmm. things that you've heard or had people say, oh, well, you you must be doing this by by this age. Um, Even if it's I not your current age. they're ridiculous even if it's not my current age. 
Yeah, so um, like when you were graduating or in your 20s or whatever. So I won't say that they're ridiculous things, but I think um, like looking at my age right now, most people expect you to own, be a homeowner, um, be pretty deep not necessarily well no deep in your career um I would say by my age people think you should be people look to you to have a family and kids by my age um what else a car have like uh vacations and stuff that you're doing all the time whatever that's what I generally see people doing my age um they're, they're raising a family, they're focusing on career, they're, you know, homeowners and stuff like that. I think those are the main things people expect people to have done or that they're working on around my age. Um, so I think sometimes it's difficult if you're not doing those things and you're judging yourself compared to what society thinks you should be doing at this age. However, like I said earlier, I feel like the world is very different. Like, it's not that easy to buy a house these days because you know people have student loans and stuff like that whereas you know stuff was a lot cheaper back in the day like when our parents and stuff were growing up so there's a lot more I feel like there's more hurdles now than there were back in the day because stuff is just more expensive and yeah that's how I feel about it (laughs) I try I think, not to focus on it, but it it is difficult sometimes. Especially, like, when you have people saying stuff to you and whatever, like, you should buy a house and blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not ready. Which is fine. Well, but I also think right, right now, I think one of the more ridiculous things I've heard, like, I've read articles where you know, they're saying like by by like your mid to late thirties, you should have this just outlandish number of money saved in the bank. And I'm just like, bruh, who the hell who who has this kind of money just saved away for a rainy day? Like like I remember when especially if you go back to last year, like they said that your savings should be what uh at least three months worth of your salary you know for (laughs) and i'm just like bruh if in my if in three months of savings in my salary who who's doing that not i like said the blind man like honest to god like and if I'm being super duper honest, I survived last year by just living off of my tax return. And and thank God everything shut down and I didn't have to go drive anywhere or do whatever. Because before, before the panini, I was putting, what, three 3,000 miles a month on my car? So, I mean... I just, I, and this is where I'm like, so you're assuming, because if we're talking about it, like I was just talking with my bartenders the other day, uh, you know, no, they're not making the standard $2.13 an hour, but even still with them getting paid what they're getting paid, it's still not a living wage. And these are, these are some grown ass people, like super grown ass people. So it's just like, what what at what salary do you expect somebody to save three months of of their income to be okay? Because nobody has that. Nobody can do it. All right. Well, technical difficulties suck. But anyhow, the question, oh, that hurt. The question now is, how do you deal? What kind of do you give yourself when 
you feel the pressure to do things, but you know that you're doing the best you can with what you have. And you don't want to be cursed by like, you know, oh, well, you're 25, you should be doing this. Or you're, you've been at the job for two years, you should be doing this. Like, what is the grace? What do you say to yourself? How do you practice not being a dick to yourself? Um, <clears throat> well, career, career wise, Lord have mercy. <laughs> there's one particular thing that I know I could have had finished by now. And I'm sure you know what it is. But because of fear and anxiety, I come up with reasons as to why I can put it off. Um, so sometimes it's hard for myself to give grace to me because I feel like the main reason why it hasn't happened is because I keep finding reasons why I should not work on it. Like I'll hit a roadblock and then I'll be like, oh, well, guess it's not the time. So go and do something else or whatever. But as far as that's concerned, like I know that's something I need to do and <clears throat> I try to give myself grace because I know I deal with like anxiety and stuff like that. So I try to give myself grace with that, but I know it's something that I need to push through sooner than later. Um, the other thing that I have to give myself grace for a good bit of time is where I am as far as like family life and stuff like that is concerned or the lack thereof. Um, however, I think the thing that frustrates me mostly with that is because I don't really have much control over it. So it just kind of sucks because it's just like you can only do so much, um, but you kind of need other people to have kids and a family and stuff. I mean, I guess I don't have to have somebody else to have kids, but I would like to share that experience of having a bald-headed baby or two with somebody else. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, could I do it on my own? Could I make the decision to go get me some Jamba Juice and just be a single parent? Absolutely. But do I want to do that? Mm, probably not. Um, I don't know if I'll end up getting there to, you know, to the point where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to just do this by myself. I've said that before. And then when I start thinking about it, I'm like, uh, I don't know. So I try to be open to whatever the universe has for me, um, even though it's difficult sometimes because of the way I'm wired. Certain things are important to me and they're things that I want in life. And when I don't feel like I have control over whether or not those things happen, it's very hard for me to give myself grace because it's just like, well, damn. Not well, damn. Yes, well, damn. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Shit. Well, shit. <laughs> that's true, man. But that's that's why I said like it's just interesting because like where like I have friends who have the kids and who have the spouse and stuff like that or whatever, and like when I talk to them, they're just like, "Damn, I really just want a moment to myself." Meanwhile, I'm over here at home by myself all day, every day. Bug me. <laughs> and Bug me. <laughs> right. Right. So it's just like, while I'm over here wishing for, you know, a spouse and kids and stuff like that, I have friends who are like, damn, I just want a moment where ain't nobody calling me mommy. Like, I just want to just be and not have anybody need me. I know what that's like, but I have friends who wish they could remember what it's like. it was like because <clears throat> there's always somebody who needs them. Always. I mean, I have a dog, but that's uh, it's different, you know? It's not the same as kids. Oh, yeah. But, man, kids are... They're a blessing and a curse. But, I mean, unfor let me, uh, let's just tell the truth and shame the devil. Everything is a blessing and a curse. That's true. Um, because, and everything is a double-edged sword. Because, you know, you you don't have a car, and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait till I get a car. 
Then you get a car and you're like, oh, now I got to pay for gas. Oh, this Ooh. thing needs brakes. Oh, it needs mm. tires. Oh, insurance. Yeah, you know, and it's all these things. And you're like, oh, man, but man, I wish I didn't have to worry about a car. And then you start thinking, oh, well, public transportation. Oh, people smell like piss on the MARTA. What? Or you got crazy people. Like, just crazy shit, right? So it's just like... <laughs> it's the truth. People do smell like piss on the MARTA sometimes. But I've seen some interesting things on the MARTA term angle. But, like, I think the thing about it is... And it's, it's just one of those things. And everything I'm about to say is going to sound mad cliche. But it's so the truth because a lot of people don't know how to appreciate where they are in their process because mm -hmm. until you can learn to be content and, and express gratitude for where you are in your process, you'll never be satisfied and you'll never progress because like, and, and please understand what I'm saying is not saying like get super content in your, in your particular stage in the process so that you never progress it's no learn how to appreciate what you have mm -hmm. and and be grateful for the things that you have but also have the mind that okay this is not my forever and right. and if you can say that to yourself and be working diligently to you know change it you know i'm i'm very on board with everything that the alchemist said and that that is a hard book to read this is my third time reading it now and man, I'd be fighting with God. I'd be fighting with God and the universe. I'd be like, now look, now y'all has said that if I want something, the the whole universe gonna conspire with me to make it happen. Where's my conspiracy? Where is it? You know, so it's just one of those things. But what what advice would you give to your younger self about about you know oh when i'm when i'm 35 i'm gonna be married and when i'm 25 i'm gonna buy a house and a car and like what advice would you give yourself to just be like yo ho pump your brakes like um i would definitely say to my younger self and anybody else out there who's you know, struggling with this type of stuff. I have learned that everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Um, I've had times in my career where I've been like, oh my gosh, like I need a change or whatever. Be applying places, don't even get a damn interview for stuff that you know you, you know, qualify for and stuff like that. And you're just like, what the hell, you know? And the stuff that you want right then you know, it makes sense to you because it's like, damn, I want this stuff right now, but you may not be ready for it. I like, for example, like the car thing, like, I think that's a great example. Like if you don't have a vehicle, yeah, that puts cramping your style and stuff like that. But I also feel like maybe it's not the time because of all that other stuff that comes along with it. It's more than just oh, I have my own car now. There's a lot of expenses that come along with having a vehicle. So it's just kind of like, I I really do believe that things happen when they're supposed to. Is it always on the timetable that we want? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but I really do think you're where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there and things happen when they're supposed to happen. And I'm preaching to the choir when I say that because I have a very, very hard time living in the present. It is a struggle of mine. I tend to live in the past and the future. And I'd be like, what's the present? So that's something that I have to continually remind myself to do is to stay present because it's a very, very difficult thing for me to do and allow myself to experience joy and different happy things that happen because I have a hard time doing that sadly so just just trust where you are right now and allow things to happen when they're supposed to happen is what I would tell um, young Rhonda <laughs> don't be laughing Shaniqua no I mean I, 
I, I feel that because um, my sister sent me a thing uh, the other day and it was saying that most people don't have their shit figured out like the average age of people having their shit figured out is 38 I believe it and if I had not have decided to one make a huge ass pivot at 35 and then do a it's not not even not even a pivot well yeah it was a pivot at 35 and then it was a whole ass okay let's turn down this street at uh 38 mm-hmm. yeah and at 38 38 i was like you know what i want to be a software engineer and you know so at 35 it was okay let's try something new and then at 38 it was like okay no let's try some real shit and I think the best thing that I would tell myself, young me, young me would tell me that um, people are going to expect you to have shit figured out, but they don't even have shit figured out. That part. And so, like, I think in that conversation, the advice then is don't let people project their pressure onto you so that you feel the pressure that they're currently under. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Fuck them in their pressure. Well. Because it, it is rather unfair that at 18 years old, after people have been telling you what to do, how to do, where to go, how to get there, who to talk to, who to stay away from, what to eat, all these things. They've been telling you this for 18 years and all of a sudden you turn 18 and you're ready to graduate. Now they're like, okay, so what are you going to do? Right. Bitch, I don't know. What? what <laughs> tell me what to do. You know, and like, you know, one of the moms came over here yesterday and she was just like, you know, um, I said, I told her, I said, you know, college isn't for everybody. And, you know, when she said, she like she's one of the few parents that I've spoken to where they're like, yeah, you're damn right. College ain't for everybody. She said her son went through two vocational schools and and did nothing with any of the shit. And then all of a sudden he ended up working for Toyota in their window tinting department. And she said this kid is earning 70 grand a year tinting windows at Toyota. I said, what? Oh, shit. I feel like maybe I need to tent windows. Like, <laughs> let me learn how. It might be a bubble or two in there, but I'll try my best. <laughs> you gonna but have would, a bubble. And I was just like, but but these are the things, right? And I think we have to we have to stop saying things like everybody's not gonna be a doctor. Everybody's not gonna be president. Everybody's not gonna be a lawyer. And honest to God, if being a teacher paid more, I think more teachers would be, I mean, more people would be teachers, but nobody wants to be a teacher because the shit's bullshit. So kids be bad as hell. Well, and they're bad. bad. They're bad because their parents ain't shit, but that's a whole nother, maybe that, that's another podcast. But (laughs) like the thing about it is, is that I think you have to give kids a chance to explore like the shit that they want to do instead of right after right after high school the trap is go get fifty sixty thousand dollars in debt get a degree don't use a fucking degree and then figure out what you want to do with your life so now you got you got all this student loan you got to pay back like i think it's just dumb and i think we are doing a disservice to to, to anybody who's growing up and on the precipice of becoming a full-fledged adult, it, it's a disservice to to pressure them to have all this shit figured out or pressure them even to go to school. Like, there's other ways. And I think if we <clears throat> normalize telling the children that there's more than one way to get where they need to be, we'd be better. And the pressure, the pressure to hit these milestones 
because it's not a test this is my damn life so fuck your milestones so yeah i I don't know i think if we just told them that it's a better way because i I wouldn't have spent the majority of my 20s and 30s feeling like a failure right so i don't know i i don't know yeah i definitely felt like I mean, I just feel like everybody's path is different, and I feel like most of the time we end up comparing ourselves to other people or our parents or people our age and stuff like that, and we really do have to stop doing that. It's easier said than done, um, but I think that will relieve a lot of stress and just, you know, realizing that everybody's path is not the same, you know? So then, having said that, I think this will be the last question. What do you think, what role does social media play in the whole milestone situation? Um, I think social media plays a huge part in it because everybody is, not everybody, most people people put on social media what they want to put on social media okay so you're seeing what they choose to share so you have your people who you know are posting when they're buying a house or a new car or they're finishing this degree or this certification or this license or whatever which is perfectly fine and that's great there's nobody hating but you have to learn not to compare yourself to where other people are because when you do that you're going to set yourself up for failure like I said before, everybody's path is different. Now, have we all done that where we're like, damn, you know, I should be such and such or X, Y, and Z or this person is doing that and I'm over here doing this. Yeah, I feel like most people do that at one point of another or another in life, but you have to realize that people literally are posting what they want to post on social media. They're sharing what they want to share. You're not seeing everything. It's literally a snapshot. That's it. So focus on you. Focus on your goals. Set goals that are achievable. If it seems too big, start smaller and break it down into smaller goals. Just take it one day at a time. Shit, like one hour at a time. Whatever you need to do. But don't push yourself so, you know, far and hard that you're not giving yourself grace and not, you know, applauding yourself for the goals that you have met in life, you know? And if you need help doing it, then talk to somebody and get help doing it, you know? Because, of course, you don't want to be stagnant. But at the same time, like like you like you said, give yourself grace. Yeah. Well, what I do you know, think about social media and I mean, things? While social media is cool, I think it's bullshit. Um, for example, like at the beginning of the Panini when they were talking you know if you don't come out this with a new a new hustle or a new job or a new this bitch like I'm trying to figure (laughs) out how to go to the grocery store without dying and you trying to get me to focus on a new hustle the fuck like how how or oh if you don't come out this with a with a degree or a new car or your 15th house or six passports like bruh who who said this is the shit i need to do like i'm trying to figure out what i i'm trying to figure out if i'm dying or if it's just allergies because i i sneeze (laughs) twice like these are the things like i'm i'm trying to figure out what normal is right now and y'all over here trying to tell me that you know if i'm not working nine to five and then five to nine that i ain't gonna make it and i said this a few podcasts ago social media will have you goddamn lonely and 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 working to death right because social media wants you to hate everybody while you stunting on everybody but then they also want you to work you know 45 hours a day and 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 sleep when you blink like i don't like social media i think that's a thing is where they have a whole lot of shit that's you know just way unrealistic and and anybody who follows social media and just be like yes that's what i'm doing bruh you full of shit (laughs) because 
and you playing yourself because there's no way that you can you can realistically do all these things if you have a full-time job putting in 40 hours a week and even if you don't have a family hell if you've got a fish you there's time that you have to invest with your fish you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and it's just again it's super unrealistic and i think that's my takeaway is social media is unrealistic because nine times out of ten especially you know people who want to stunt they're gonna create content way in advance Mm -hmm. and and i'm saying it exactly what they're what they're doing they're creating content they're not posting their real life they're creating content for you to look at so that you can be jealous so that you can work yourself into an early grave or nervous breakdown or both and and you know and you'll see people you know well i i I accomplished all this before i turned 30 well congratulations (laughs) but that ain't for me so thank you so i think you know i think the sooner we realize and and it's sad because there's so much that we have to keep saying like it's not real life it's snippets it's it's a highlight reel it's you know and the more you say that the more you will start to feel better about yourself because then you can be realistic and like i'm not bullshitting you or anybody else right my life is fucked up right now but i'm getting it better so you know if the sooner we can be have those honest conversations i think the better off we'll be and the milestone bullshit will be shattered right all you can do is your best if you show up and do that every day i think you're, you're doing pretty well doing what pretty is well. what's my thing uh do what you can with what you have mm. this is it so makes sense to me you know that, that that's all that's all i'm saying so you have any final questions comments concerns Ad admonishment um, ad, ad admonitions ad what is what is the word I'm like what am I saying? I don't know, what girl. What is you saying? I don't know. I had a stroke. Maybe that's what happens when you drink too much. Maybe. <laughs> mm. Um, all I would say is be kind to yourself. Yes, you'll have your moments where you're like, damn, I should be doing this, or damn, I wish I was here in my life or whatever, but. Just take it one day at a time and just be nice to yourself because life is not easy at all. And there's always something that happens that will set you back. So just take it one day at a time and yeah, be nice to yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. Hug yourself. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to hug it? No. Damn. Shaniqua gonna want a hug by by the end of the season. Just wait. Okay. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not. No, son. No. Okay, so you ready? You ready? Yes. What are we doing? Spit. Shoot. Uh-huh. Or sip. You got it? Yes. So forgetting the milestones, like the life milestones. Mm-hmm. No, thinking about the the milestones, I, I I think I like that better. Okay. What decade would you rather be in? as it pertains to the pressures or lack thereof of the milestones. So we're going to go with the 40s, the 60s, or present day. Um, hmm. I'll probably spit the 40s. <laughs> Because I feel like they would probably want something that I would not have to give back then. Um, <laughs> you don't want to be the help? No, honey. We ain't doing that. I'm also not about to stay home and I had no career either. 
Um, we will shoot the 60s and we'll sit present day. Because I feel like the 60s still would have some shit where I'm just going to be like, no, nah, I'm good on those milestones. <sighs> I don't even know. Like, what is that? Like, I mean, they were women were going to school then, though. They were, but I mean, I still feel like even today, I feel like it's very unfair that women are many times forced to choose between career or family. Men don't have to do that. Women always have to do that. And I think that's horrible. You should be able to have both. If you have... Life is not the way we want it all the time. But let's say you are in a relationship with somebody and y'all have a family or whatever. Like, if you work together, then y'all can both have things. But I think a lot of times that's not the way it works, especially in, like... uh, heterosexual relationships the woman is generally the woman generally has to choose or try to make it work and stress stress themselves out while they're doing it because they may not have the help that they need from their partner but hopefully it ain't like that as much anymore for the people but I feel like it probably would still be that way in the 60s see I think I would throw out I, w- I think I would I would spit present day. Hmm. Um, only because I feel like I feel like so much of life right now is a facade. Well, that's true. And I don't think we're actually living and experiencing like things. And I only say that because I realize that my children uh one of which will be 20 and another will be it, it just turned 18 and they've never drank out of a water hose like like <laughs> like what what kind of life am i living that i've given my children this luxury of never having to drink water out of the water hose like duh i'm sorry i have clearly failed y'all so i think and, and and it's true like there's other stuff like yeah so i would i would really because we are not experiencing real life right now i want to throw it all throw throw the whole just throw it all away everything after 1999 can kick rocks um <laughs> i would probably shoot the 40s because well it's the 40s it is the 40s and that's all I have to say about that. And I would probably sip the 60s because while shit was still, you know, pretty fucked up, uh, I think it was the coming of age for a lot of, like, I think that was when, you know, the awakening sort of really took off and was like, bruh, I can do more than this. And... Mm-hmm. I can shatter your stereotypes and I can break out of your molds. And so I think it would be really awesome. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to sort of go back and like change some shit and be like, Hey, we can do this. Cause like you did say, it is trash that women do have to choose, but I think what's also as trash is coming out of the panini, uh, women have suffered the the most Mm -hmm. especially as it pertains to job loss and like how the hell is that okay and why are we okay with that and yeah I think later I'll be able to talk about my whole experience with interviewing and being um I do believe the term now is called a late career changer Makes me sound so fucking old. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I want to talk about that experience because, you know, one, it's when I say, you know, how old I am, people like, oh, you're lying. No, nigga, I just take care of my skin sometimes. And the other half is like, oh, well, why did you do that? Like, why do I have to explain my career change? Why? Right. You don't. 
you don't. And why? And why are you asking me? Because people are nosy. As long as I'm not selling drugs, don't worry about it. And if I do sell drugs, mind your business. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Does this horse shit. Anyways, but that was that. Oh, you know what you did? Wait, nothing. I I was about to give you what? God damn! God damn! <laughs> Okay, that's how I did it. Really? Yes. Don't be so happy. Wait till next time. I'm gonna have a good old song for you. That is amazing. Don't make me make something up, cause I will. No, 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 no. I was just, I was just giving. I was about to give you your kadoos. You remember Kudo Bars? Yeah, I was mad because my mom never bought any to put in my lunch. Mm, I loved Kudo Bars when I was growing up. I bet your mama put them in your lunch. She did. No one cares. Joe. privileged lunch having ass. <gasps> what? <laughs> you you had a lunch, a lunch full of white privilege. <laughs> That's what she. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't. It wasn't white privilege. It was black. You privilege. were having too much fun over here talking about my lunch. My lunch you wasn't like that. My Nigga, lunch my, wasn't like that. My lunch had generic chips in it. I don't even remember what was in my lunch. And my lunch had the little no-name juice. Like, my whole lunch was generic. I had, what's that, Car- Carl Budding lunch meat? I didn't have no Oscar Mayer. What's wrong with Carl Button, honey? That's what we used to eat in my house. My daddy used to love Carl Button, baby. Seriously? Carl Button was good, yes. I ate that lunch meat. I like it because it's thin. I don't like no thick meat. Shut up. Well, that's been our episode for today. I'm Rhonda. This is Shaniqua. And we thank you for joining us for running with to- co- running yes, with cocktails. That's right. Here with your thick meat. And we will see y'all next time. Shaniqua clearly has taken the um, role of acting up today, unlike me, because I've been on my best behavior the entire time. <laughs> what's that what's it for the first time in forever what, who sings that what movie is that I don't know but you acting that any fine whatever are, are you telling the people good day yes you guys I hope you all have an amazing week and I hope that you all have a great day Y'all, she over here looking at her nails. Hey, listen, share the pod with somebody. Read the show notes. Talk to us. Y'all are so, they talked to us for one episode. They'll be back. They didn't talk to us no more. They'll be back. I'll be back. They're just shy. Oh, is that what it is? Because again, they're listening. They are listening. Because if they weren't listening, that's we just gonna stop recording. We are. But if they well, no, because they're still listening. I'm saying if they weren't listening, we would stop recording. I don't even want to know what's happening over there. So we're <laughs> what the devil? My God, today. It's my hair. Yeah, girl. It's just my hair. Okay, anyways, thank y'all for listening. Please read the show notes, subscribe, give us a five-star rating on iTunes, and uh, check out all of our socials. Send us an email. Yes. We should answer some more of those questions. Before the season is over? 
if we can. Maybe just like throw a few on an episode. I don't know. We had a lot of questions. This is true. Anyhow, I we're feel rambling. like oh, go ahead. The nails. He got my nails longer on my right hand than on my left hand. And Bye, y'all. Is, thank you. Thank you. Bye, y'all. <laughs>